welcome to the regular meeting of the Calaveras County Planning Commission, and we will get started with the Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. <clears throat> Are there any staff announcements or agenda changes today? Uh, Madam Chair, Managed Commission, uh, no, there are none. Thank you. Great. Then we will open um, the hearing up for public comments. That can be on any subject that is of interest to the Planning Commission, but not on the agenda today. Is there anyone online or here who would like to make a general public comment? There's no online comment at this time. Thank you. So we will close that portion of the agenda, move on to the consent agenda consisting only of the meeting minutes from July 27, 2023. <laughs> and I think we... Well, I, I don't know. I think... The question is, yeah. can, can people who were not present at the meeting approve the minutes? No. Then no. We're going to so then we have to continue. Watch the meeting. Oh. Um, so we're going to have to ask Michael to... Watch the meeting. Watch the meeting, I guess. Either that or, I mean, or Don or both. Commissioner saying it's still officially a member. Of the no, uh, I don't. That's. Oh, okay. Oh, I got in a message from him saying he has. Oh, okay. I got a. I got a. Will be. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think he's going to be back. I don't think so okay. either. That that was my understanding. Fortunately, it takes three people watching the meeting to make sure the minutes are accurate. Yes. I hope you have a wonderful time. Yes, enjoy, guys. Um, yeah. Looking forward to it. Okay. I always do. <laughs> <laughs> and those are just on our website and the, the past meetings yes. on the mm -hmm. planning commission. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. After I check my account. It was not a long meeting, so yeah, it, it, should, it should not be that onerous. So, do we need to vote to continue this to our next meeting? Or just continue. I make a motion to continue it to the next meeting. I'll second that. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All righty. Thank you. And then... We will get started with our first item, item one, 2022-020, zoning amendment and conditional use permit for California waste recovery systems. And Madeline. Good morning, give me just a second to share my screen here. All right, good morning. Project number 2022-020, this is a zoning amendment and conditional use permit for the California Waste Recovery Systems, uh, which I'll be referring to as Cal Waste. 
So the applicant is requesting a zoning amendment from Business Park, which is M4, to General Industrial, which is M2, and approval of a conditional use permit to expand the operations at the existing Cal Waste Solid Waste Facility um, Transfer Station in Valley Springs. Proposed operations will increase the permitted volume of materials received each day, upgrading from a medium volume to a large volume transfer station to establish a method to divert organic and other recyclable materials from landfills, including food waste, recovered wood, inert materials, metals, and co-collected residential organic waste. The subject property, um, APN 0400042021, is located at 3524 Double Springs Road, just northwest of the intersection of State Route 12 and 26 in the community of Valley Springs. So the existing um, operations, the project site has been operating as a transfer station since 2018 under a solid waste facility permit from the Environmental Management Agency um, for the purpose of consolidating and transferring solid waste to permitted out-of-county disposal facilities. The facility currently accepts mixed municipal waste and green materials. Cal Waste Collection trucks enter the site, um, which you can see is accessed here off of Double Springs Road. There is a gate at the um, entrance, and then the large building in the center of the parcel um, is the 14,000 square foot transfer station. Um, the trucks back up into um, up to concrete bunkers to dump their loads onto a concrete slab, and front end loader pushes the waste into the open rear doors of a transfer trailer that's backed into a loading dock, which you can see on the south side of that structure. Currently, operations peak at about 21 vehicles per day, and there are no general public or self-haul vehicles accepted. So a transfer station for municipal refuse and recycling centers for paper, cans, and glass are permitted by right in the M4 zone. However, a transfer station for other than municipal refuse and recycling centers handling materials other than paper, cans, and glass is a conditional use in the M2 zone. So planning staff determined that based on a review of Cal Waste's current solid waste facility permit and the fact that the proposed operations will include a construction and demolition processing area for recovered wood and inert materials and metals, um, this transfer station will be processing more than just municipal refuse and recycling more than just paper, cans, and glass. Therefore, it was determined that a zoning amendment to M2 and a conditional use permit would be required. So this is the site plan showing the entire parcel. It's a, there's kind of a lot going on here, and I'm sorry this is not the clearest image, um, but you can see the access um, off of Double Springs Road um, and the main building in the center there, that's the transfer station. The area that is going to be um, having additional changes are what is shown in red. So currently, um, the transfer station um, accepts a little less than 100 tons per day of waste, and they are going to increase that to 250 tons per day. So the um, site plan showing the area where within the parcel the improvements are proposed, we've got the construction and demolition processing line and tipping area, which is uh, areas A and E, installation of a concrete wall to close off a section of the processing area, so, uh, which is C, an outdoor concrete block bunker for storage and recyclables, which is area D, 
Um, and then commercial packer vehicles that collect and haul the commercial organics will unload the organics inside the transfer station in the designated bunker, which is shown here as B. A front end loader will push the organics into the open rear doors of a transfer trailer, just similar to what they do currently, um, that is backed into the loading dock in the same manner. And the organic waste can be stored up to 48 hours before being transferred to a permitted offsite compo uh, compost facility, which helps to reduce orders. So the number of vehicles per day traveling to the site would increase from a peak of 21 to 84 vehicles per day. The anticipated maximum traffic includes 42 light duty vehicles, including self-haul pickups and passenger vehicles, 30 medium duty vehicles, including commercial collection vehicles, and 12 heavy duty vehicles, which includes the transfer trucks. Then there's also the potential that the increase in permitted cap, um, capacity will require an additional three to five new employees at the facility daily. These vehicles would utilize the adjacent roadways in the vicinity, um, Double Springs Road and State Route 26 and 12, which are designated as arterial, arterial roadways in the County General Plan and Circulation Element and are obviously accommodated for um, high traffic flows. The subject parcel is currently designated um, in the general plan as industrial. Typical uses include light and heavy industrial activities such as processing, packaging, machinery repair, um, fabricating, distribution, warehousing and storage, research and development, public and quasi-public uses, and other similar and compatible uses. The surrounding land uses that are existing um, immediately north includes the PG&E Valley Springs substation. There's also undeveloped land. To the east is a storage yard beyond which is the um, State Route 26. South of the site is the Toyon Smart storage self-storage facility and undeveloped land and um, Highway 12. And immediately west is undeveloped land. The subject parcel is zoned M4, which is intended to provide a zone for comprehensive employment generating development. The M4 zone is designed to accommodate a master planned or development agreement based business park that centers around basic employment generating businesses and accessory and support services. And to provide area for commerce, industry, and industry in community centers, community and special plan areas, and the prime industrial corridor. The proposed M2 zone is intended to provide areas for general industrial land use. All enumerated uses permitted and conditional in the M1 zone are permitted by right in the M2 zone. These include a variety of industrial manufacturing, service businesses, retail, and public uses. In addition, the M2 zone allows for more intensive manufactured, uh, manufacturing uses with approval of the CUP. But the site is already fully developed with the Cowboys Transfer Station and no additional or future uses are proposed. And although this action would create an M2 zone parcel um, surrounded by M4 zone parcels, this industrial area really, as you can see here, it contains a mix of all of the zones. Um, and as the current use of the parcel won't change, it's only the capacity of the transfer station that um, is being proposed here. This will not affect the comprehensive employment generating development already on site and within the surrounding area. 
So the application was circulated to various county departments, local and public uh, state agencies, uh, requesting comments relative to, to the request. During the 30-day review period, comments were received from Caltrans, Environmental Management, um, public, and Public Works. And there was also one email that was received from an adjacent landowner after the review period. Caltrans submitted comments requesting additional information regarding the vehicles that will be entering and exiting the facility. Um, a response was sent explaining that the anticipated maximum traffic at the project site at 84 vehicles per day with the aforementioned vehicle types. And after reviewing this information, Caltrans responded that they had no further comments or questions. Comments received from environmental management, including just their general conditions for permits, such as an authority to construct from air pollution control, COOPA permit as needed for any hazardous materials, which there will be none. Um, and the applicant is also obviously required to have an active and current full solid waste facilities permit for the proposed solid waste operations prior to commencing. Comments received from the Public Works Department included conditions requiring that the project meet all applicable requirements of the county road ordinance, the encroachment ordinance, the grading and drainage ordinance, and the road impact mitigation ordinance. And in addition, um, one email was received from an adjacent landowner to the southeast, um, which is a vacant parcel that is part of the industrial subdivision. The comment included um, a list of concerns primarily regarding the loss of value to their parcel due to public health, hazardous materials, odor, pests, and increased traffic. The Cal Waste facility currently operates under a solid waste facilities permit, as I mentioned, which really regulates the site for compliance with state standards and, and county standards. Daily inspections by the operator are conducted and monthly inspections are conducted by environmental health, which would identify, identify any violations or nuisance conditions and require corrective actions. Also, storage of organics can't exceed 48 hours um, before they're transferred to a permitted offsite composting facility, which would reduce the potential for objectionable odors um, from the material storage, as well as vectors and general nuisances. The commenter's parcel is also accessed off of Freedom Way, which you can see here um, just to the west of the site. So the increase in traffic at the project site won't be passing by the adjacent landowner's parcel. Um, so really the increase in traffic won't be affecting this parcel at all. <clears throat> so as proposed, this project conforms to the general plan is consistent with general plan goal PF3 of the public facilities element, which encourages cost-effective integrated solid waste management and systems emphasizing waste reduction and recycling. The project will provide the public with an additional self-haul and recycling option. In addition, implementation measure C1B from the land use element requires that the county favorably consider projects which minimize greenhouse gases, which you are all very familiar with now. SB, uh, sorry, Senate Bill 1383 establishes methane emissions reduction targets in a statewide effort to reduce emissions of short-lived climate pollutants. The purpose of expanding this facility is really to provide additional options to divert organic and other recyclable materials from the landfills, which is in line with both state and local greenhouse gas reduction goals. So pursuant to the California Environmental Quality Act guidelines, an initial study and negative declaration was prepared by DeNova Planning Group and circulated from June 23rd to July 30th, 2023. 
The comment period was extended. It's normally 30 days, but it was extended um, as DeNovo updated the noise section to include an acoustical analysis of the proposed construction and demolition processing line. This update did not require recirculation of the document as this new information was added to make a small modification as project impacts to noise remained less than significant. There were no mitigations needed. The staff report also states um, that no comments were received to the initial study, which is not correct. I have included comments to you this morning, and there are some available here for the public at the front. Um, there were comments that were received from Cal Recycle, Caltrans, and the Regional Water Quality Control Board. DeNova made some minor revisions to the document to address these comments instead of drafting a formal response letter. So comments from the Water Board um, consisted of their standard boilerplate letter regarding regulations and permitting with really no specific comments to the initial study. The letter from CalRecycle um, commented on the air quality section specifically to the statement made that an odor impact minimization plan would be required for a compostable material handling operation to minimize odors. Um, however, CalRecycle stated that the proposed operations would not require the preparation of such a plan as this is not a composting facility. So the language in that section was amended. And Caltrans also requested clarification on how the increase in the number of vehicles traveling to the facility per day would ultimately reduce vehicle miles traveled overall. Um, DeNova included additional language that the project would reduce the distance required for individual patrons to dispose of waste as Rock Creek Landfill is located in Milton, which is 18 miles um, from the subject parcel. So this is offering an alternative disposal site for residents. So in conclusion, the project as proposed conforms to the applicable goals and policies of the County General Plan in Title 17. The proposed M2 zone is a consistent zone in the industrial land use designation. The project is found to be compatible with the surrounding commercial and industrial land uses and zoning in the general vicinity. The subject property is adequate in land area to accommodate the proposed use and was found to have safe and adequate access to the site with no improvements required. The conditional use permit is conditioned for the protection of public health, safety, and welfare. Um, although there was one objection to the approval of this project from an adjacent neighbor, there's no um, major development or substantially new use that's being proposed as part of this application as it's an expansion of, a, of an existing facility, which is regularly inspected by the county for compliance. And the negative declaration revealed that this project will have a less than significant effect on the environment. And there is a representative here from Cal Waste. If you have questions for the applicant. Are there any questions for Madeline mm -hmm. before we give the applicant an opportunity? First, I just want to commend you again for such a thorough uh, Thank you. report. And uh, I have one question. Sure. And that is on, on page 13 of the, of the staff report, and then it's echoed on page four of the first resolution. It says, in addition, the commenter's parcel is accessed off of Freedom Way beyond the entrance to the Cal Waste facility. Therefore, the increased traffic at the project site will not be passing by the commenter's parcel. Now, I agree if he's, he's on Freedom Way, it's not gonna be passing, but I, I didn't understand this beyond the entrance to the Cal Waste facility as far as I know, Double Springs Road is a 
is a two-way road, so these trucks could be approaching from either direction. True. I just, so I don't have a pointer here. I'm sorry. Do you see where the storage units are, the long parallel, four parallel buildings just south of the Calway site at the end of Freedom? Mm -hmm. And then the parcel that is to the east of that, really right at the junction of 12 and 26? I'm not the vacant. The vacant. My goodness. <laughs> this one right here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. So trucks are coming in and entering the health facility here, and yes, mm -hmm. they're coming from this direction. They're not, this parcel is accessed here. It's not out to the public home. That, that is correct. Yeah. So they would have to come to the freedom. So I just meant that the trucks and the vehicles that are coming to the facility won't be passing by I understand the that, entrance but that would your statement make Perhaps more sentence if, if you just took out the words beyond the entrance to the Calways facility. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll be suggesting that when I get to the resolution. Because it's in the resolution. Thank yes. you. Yes. Okay. Would the applicant like to speak? <clears throat> Good morning. Good. I'm Neil Edgar. I'm a permitting and compliance consultant, and here on behalf of Cal Waste, um, just wanted to emphasize the great job that the planning staff did, very thorough report, and also the consultant. Um, this is exactly the kind of project that the county needs to be able to comply with SB 1383. This, uh, which Currently, the county has a rural exemption, so counties under a certain population density are allowed to extend their deadline for compliance, but that exemption expires in December of 2026. So by the time that exemption expires, this facility could be up and ready and provide the services needed to divert organic materials away from the landfilling, which is what the state is asking us to do. Are there any particular questions about the project or? I have just some detail as far as the, it's going to be open to the public during all of its opening hours or? Uh, there are limited hours that will be um, identified during the permitting process with environmental management, management agency. They're typically not, it's not a 24 seven operation. No, so no, I mean, if it's open for the large vehicles is it going to be open at the same time for the public? T typically the commercial vehicles are earlier in the day. So um, in most of the facilities we work on that permitting, you know, that, that may start at six o'clock in the morning or something like that. But the general public, there's not a lot of efficiency in using that facility before seven or eight. So they, usually those hours are condensed because Cal West will have to staff the facility and make sure that the ingress and egress for the general public is done safely and also to keep it generally away from those commercial vehicles, again, for public safety. So I'm sure a lot of members of the public are going to be very happy to have something closer to home. <laughs> um, Except that it will be paid because you're a private company. Correct. There will not, be, not like our transfer uh, stations. There'll, there'll be, yes, there'll be a tipping fee for yeah. materials that are delivered there. So there are some trade-offs for the what you save on gas to, to travel across the county to get it disposed of at the landfill. Also, 
that disposal option is something that we're that the state is trying to dissuade and you know mater certain materials like wood and the organic materials that are being uh, proposed to be diverted under this facility plan is are, are something that are no longer intended to be hauled to the landfill and the landfill operation will have to have some last check for whether or not those organics are arriving there and how much in order to be compliant with uh, cow recycles requirements and with the when, with the peak of 84 vehicles is that would that include an estimate of, of the public's participation correct of so the public uh, the light duty and heavy duty vehicles that madeline explained in her presentation those are generally intended to be self-haul vehicles either uh, trucks or uh, uh, vehicles hauling trailers so those are the Mm -hmm. um, those are the light duty vehicles and then flatbeds or other types of medium sized trucks that are bringing in material from demolition jobs, for instance. But the total number of vehicles then is expected to peak at 84. Correct. That'll be the total permitted limit, regardless of whether they're commercial or residential or uh, self haul vehicles. Thank you. Sure. So, but that's an estimate. You're not counting vehicles per day, right? No, they are counting vehicles. Okay. Uh, also, every vehicle that comes into the facility is documented, and the amount of waste that's received at the facility has to be weighed. And there are the the permit that will be issued by environment, environmental management. But you wouldn't have, be turning away trucks if you got to 84. You, <laughs> 84 no, yes, 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 you would, or you'd be okay. in violation of the oh, permit. So yeah, that's uh, interesting. It'll be a question of whether or not it's that popular and how many vehicles actually arrive yeah. at the facility. It seemed like you were actually estimating around 50. It, yeah, I think it's, 84, it's is, the, 84 is the oh, peak, and that, that's the limit that can be approved under the permit yes. based upon the action you take here. So okay. that was what was reviewed in the CEQA document, and that is the absolute limit at the top. Okay. It's likely to be somewhere less than that, and particularly when they start up those operations. So earlier you talked about this diverting material from the landfill, but when you go to Rock Creek now, it can be separated. So is yours, this, is this operation going to be a mini Rock Creek where the wood would be processed like some, at mm -hmm. some of the transfer stations now and chipped and then hauled off? And so how is it? Well, the, so the, the two separate operations are, that are clearly identified are the construction and demolition right. of debris recycling. So there the materials would be processed and wood and metals and recoverable materials would be taken out of that waste that generally comes mixed in debris boxes that you see on construction sites okay. or is mixed in trucks. Um, okay. The organic waste is intended to be delivered separated and then that material would just be transferred in a transfer truck and hauled to a, a other facility, a composting facility, or another facility that can process it, clean it up, and make a usable soil amendment out of it. So at this site, the there's the basic separation of the types of, of things that are being disposed, but the processing of them occurs elsewhere. Generally, that's true, except for the construction and demolition debris. The other, the, there were a number of bunkers that were shown on the drawing. Those are designed to have materials actually separated and, and placed into those bunkers. So the material's already going to be somewhat separate from those 
operations it's just the it's the mixed construction demolition debris that is going to be processed on site and and what will that processing be uh, those are typically a mechanical sort line with a with a, a rubber belt about five to six feet wide that uh, takes the material up on a platform and there are mechanical pieces of equipment that will help separate out by size so the smaller fine materials generally get separated out early. Also bigger pieces like sheet cardboard or larger pieces of metals or, uh, or, or wood that are not, uh, that might jam up the line. But the, once the materials are um, onto the sorting platform, they are phys they're, they're physically uh, have manual sorting as another part of that. So you can have workers up there uh, sorting the debris, and so it's separated into those categories that can be uh, sent for reprocessing at other facilities. Uh, are we going to receive any extra points if we do this for the greenhouse gas initiative, <laughs> which we've agonized over for a long, long time? A absolutely. There are a lot of bonus points that come with uh, keeping wood out of the landfill and also the organic waste, the, the food material that comes from particularly from commercial enterprises, so restaurants, uh, grocers, those type of operations that have large volumes of, of uh, organic debris, they're, they're pretty significant contributor to methane development at the landfill, and uh, we'll keep the landfill from having to deal with a lot of controls, which seem to be coming down the, down the way. As, you know, right now, they have some gas system controls to collect gas and keep it from leak, keep methane mm -hmm. from leaking into the atmosphere. Those controls are looking towards being more robust and there'll be more requirements coming from the uh, Air Resources Board, I think, as we move forward. Will that be something they'll be requiring at this facility at some point? I would expect at some point, uh, that may be 10 years from now or so, but there, the, there are, there's a national effort right now. US EPA is looking at, uh, at their methane rule and how to get more landfills to reduce the methane that's being emitted. And California is usually out ahead of the federal government. Hmm. Any other questions? Nope. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Is there anyone else? We'll open the public comment portion. Is there anyone else who would like to speak to this item? Gosh, you guys are awfully quiet <laughs> and well behaved. <laughs> Is there anybody? Thank you. Okay, so we'll close the public comment portion and bring it back to the commissioners for some discussion and further questions of the applicant or Adeline or Gabriel. Does anybody have any? I, I'm actually just curious, how many points do we get? Because we're so close, we, right? We, 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 we don't, we can't use them in our current plan, no. It, we're not requiring this. We're not funding it as the county. It's a private enterprise. However, long term, it will benefit yeah. us. It, it will help the environment. It, it will just help us. us. And it might help us in the future when we're documenting. Yeah. And, and Madam Chair, just clarification to Commissioner Parker's questions. 
uh, our current uh, GHG measures actually put us well within our SP uh, 32 requirements. So initially, the first report we got, we were short. Now we are there. This is probably an unfair question, but we don't have any way of knowing whether or not the landowner who submitted that comment purchased a property prior to Cal Waste putting their facility there, correct? I do not know. I did not check to see. Any oh, that's kind of okay. I, didn't, well, I don't want to put you on. I'm just curious. Yeah. That's okay. No, I don't know. Was Cal Waste facility there? I spoke to him on the phone, and then he submitted the email to just really spell out right. all of his concerns. And the only thing that he had mentioned to me was that he was trying to sell the parcel, and the prospective buyers were not interested in buying it just because of the proximity to the Cal Waste Transfer Station. Um, no. uh, Commissioner Chimente, the, the transfer station's been there for a while. Yeah. Since yeah, 2018. Since right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So the only issue here is there is a modification to the existing right. facility. No, no, no. So if the, if the property was purchased prior to 2018, there had to be knowledge that there was a transfer station next door. So, but we don't know when he purchased the property. Or whether or not when Cal Waste went in there in 2018, whether or not the person, if he had that piece of property, filed the complaint at that right. particular, right. at the initiation. Well, it was allowed by right at the, time. at the time. And he his piece of property is an industrially zoned piece right. of property, no, exactly. surrounded exactly. by industrial properties. Exactly. And his complaint is that it could limit his ability to do residential or entertainment right. options. I know. <laughs> Which are, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit. No, I, I think it just speaks to when people buy a piece of property, as we have found here, that they don't always know what they can and can't do with it. Exactly. Also, uh, the, their speculation on how the operation will right. work. Like they have a lot of concerns that because this stuff turns over quickly there exactly. may exactly. not be as big of a concern if. Right, right, right. Anything else? I'll have some comments on the resolution. <laughs> Well, of course. We're going to talk about the resolution in a minute. I'm just making sure everybody's had their questions answered. Oh, my God. Okay. Then let's go ahead and take a look at the resolution. And, and I'll let you go ahead and start with the simple stuff. And there are two, so please just tell me which one you're looking at. 13, I think. Okay, we're starting with 13. Okay. Um, on the first page... We need to take out the site to public comment. The uh, <laughs> fourth whereas. And the date on mine says the 14th. Oh, good. Catch. <laughs> oh, goodness. Crossing sources. I'm going to let him handle it. Uh, then I would suggest uh, since coming into this, I didn't know what CD was. Uh, number two, under evidence, about halfway down, there's, there's a site to uh, a reference to C and D processing. I think there we should spell it out: construction and demolition. Oh gosh, yes. And then, then have in in parentheses the C and D. 
um, on page four is what I was referring to earlier, um, the end of the incomplete paragraph at the top of the page. Just need to take out the words beyond the entrance to the Calways facility. Got it. Then maybe I still need education on this. Um, General Conditions 1-2 talks about it will expire if not validated prior to December 31st. And then it says to activate this permit. Should that be validate instead of activate? <clears throat> We're talking about two different things. Yes. It's the same thing we talked about. Oh, I forget what we talked about. Well, just needing to consistent language for that. Yeah. Then uh, condition 3-2, which starts with uh, CUPA permits, I think we need to spell out certified unified program agency, and then in parentheses. I don't know if you say Koopa, Kappa. Koopa. Yeah. <laughs> Then on the final page of the resolution, um, I had some questions about the, the 50 vehicles per day, but I, I said, the way it reads now is that, that really that, that is what's in the application, but that is about what they're expecting was 50 vehicles a day. But then uh, I think so leave that in, but then an increase from a peak of 21 vehicles per day up to a peak of 84 vehicles per day. <laughs> then on the other one, other resolution, it's just the public comment. Uh, Reference on the first day, uh, and they got the date right there. And the no no comments were received, which you've already corrected on both of oh, them. And uh, let's see. <laughs> and Commissioner Laddish covered all mine. Okay. <laughs> Does anybody else have anything? Very thorough. Okay. Well, I feel an obligation with uh, Commissioner Wooster no longer here. You couldn't find any like missing commas or semicolons. I know. I'm really letting things slip by. Yes. So I believe we are ready for the recommendation. Okay. Staff recommends the Planning Commission recommend adoption of the negative declaration by the Board of Supervisors and approve Planning Commission Resolution 2023-013 as amended, recommending the Board of Supervisors approve conditional use permit 2022-020 per the Site Development Plan Resolution and approve Resolution 2023-014 as amended, recommending the Board of Supervisors amend the zoning of APN 040-004-2023-020 
2-021 from Business Park to General Industry as shown in Exhibit A of the resolution based on the findings and conditions therein. I make a motion to approve. As amended. All, as in, all in favor? Aye. Aye. And this is a this recommendation is to the going board. to the board of supervisors. This one, yes, yes. Yeah. So we didn't have to go forward, and so it's it's not appealable <laughs> at this stage. <laughs> exactly, it's a recommendation to the board. So you you'll be back here in this room. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I did certainly formally introduce myself. I'm Dave Vacarosa with. Cal Waste, and I appreciate your support in this project. Mm -hmm. It will help our county. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Nice job. Yeah. Thank you. Nice job. Okay. So we are <laughs> item two, which is a little going back a couple weeks here. Item two, 2023-04. Eight, Barber Day appeal of staff decision continued from 9-14-23 to finalize the resolution and our new resolution. Uh, yes, Madam Chair, as you rightfully spoke, um, at the last planning commission meeting, uh, the planning commission decided to have a hybrid decision on this project uh, to Movable storage units uh, were um, submitted. Uh, permits for two movable storage units were submitted for approval. Uh, the commission felt like one of those storage units would be compatible to an ag use, and because the applicants were bringing in uh, some uh, longhorn cattle, they qualified for a agricultural uh, use on their property. So the resolution at the time was to deny and uphold planning director's decision, I mean, planning staff's decision. But uh, I think the uh, resolution, the current resolution would state that the planning commission approves in part, uh, and it would stipulate exactly what it is that the planning commission approves and then denies the rest of the application. And the applicant had been in touch with me during the week, kind of wondering, what are we doing? Can I go and get my permit? And I said, no, we need to get this resolution passed before he goes and gets his permits for, okay. for the structure. Thank you. Does anybody have any comments on the proposed resolution? I, I do. <laughs> but it's only because it was fed to me by somebody else. Uh, on the, the be it resolved uh, phrase or paragraph, it should read, be it resolved that the Planning Commission grants in part and denies in part <laughs> appeal 2023-048 from the Planning Department's denial of zoning clearance for two movable storage sheds. And I don't need to read that slowly because I've already given the language. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. true. It, it's and, a clarification. Yeah, and and I just want to state, I, I appreciate the clarity of the of the statement on the, on the evidence on the second. Uh, Thank you. Yep. That's, that yes. really helped me refresh my recollection of what we did do. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it sounds, uh, it's very tidally described in, in order, so you can see how we got there. So, mm -hmm. thank you. Okay, well, we, I believe we need to open up public comment on the approval of the resolution. Annette, is there anybody online? There's no online. <laughs> Thank you. So we will open and close the public comment. I don't, because the uh, appellant is not here, we won't hear from them. So we are ready for the recommendation. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, staff recommends that the Planning Commission uh, approves a resolution granting appeal 2023-048 with respect to zoning clearance for construction of a shed supporting agricultural use and upholding planning staff's denial of zoning clearance for two movable sheds supporting residential use on a vacant undeveloped parcel 1998 19.98 acres rr zoned at 3559 stagecoach road in copperopolis resolution as amended as amended i move we adopt the resolution as amended i need to stand on if you um did you read? Did you review the entire meeting? <laughs> I mean, this, not, you didn't watch the meeting. No, I didn't. Then I think, I That's think what you, I'm you should abstain. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So would you uh, like to make a second? <laughs> Thank you. That's all, folks. All right. All in favor? Uh, Aye. Aye. Motion passes. Three. Zero. One and one. <laughs> you guys are missing for me. I can't count to five. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, everybody, on that one. And we are on to our informational items. I'm out of chat. Are we expecting Gina? I don't know if she's online uh, to join by Zoom. We're running uh, over here because she didn't expect this to go that quickly. Absolutely, maybe. Uh, Annette, um, is uh, Gina online waiting to get in? She is not. I didn't know what she was going to be doing today since our first informational meeting is. All right. I, I guess she just provided schedule. Schedule. Yeah, could you take a five-minute recess so that I can figure out exactly I, what? What I would suggest is that we take a long enough recess for the commissioners who have not read these materials, give them a chance okay. to read oh, this material. And also, if you could provide us with the clean copies of the uh, yes. plan itself. Right. Thank you. So. Okay. So, 15 minutes, 15 minutes. everybody? Perfect. <laughs> okay. So okay. Ask your question. So I just I'm curious about the format. I'm starting to read the material, as you know. I've uh -huh. been sending you some yeah, emails. Yeah. Um, so are are you gonna tell us which which sections, you know, what do you perceive these days to, to look like? 
You, oh, the, the study sessions? The study sessions. So we're basically going to take um, the, the section of code that you're reviewing now. We're going to break it down into smaller components, and we'll be talking about those as we're going along. We've got a full, um, you'll have a staff report coming to you um, that uh, Julie and I and Gabriel have been uh, conversing about. It's going to be um, fairly detailed, you know, trying to explain the changes that we've made and kind of why we made them. Um, in addition, I'm, I'm going to provide you with a copy of the um, general plan implementation policy and implementation measures and where you can find that we've incorporated that into the code um, as an attachment to the staff report. Um, that's hopefully going to go out next week, but um, that... <laughs> I, I haven't seen a draft. I just... You haven't seen a draft yet because it's not done. We've been, we've, been, we've been dedicating all of our time, unfortunately, well, or fortunately, to, um, the, um, to developing the parcel list um, since this was um, uh, recently included in this process. Um, we weren't prepared for it uh, in the beginning, so we're just kind of trying to play catch up. Um, I had communication with GIS today, and I think we finally got the whole list um, compiled, um, and the notices are all uh, to the private property owners. They are copied. Um, folded, stuffed, <laughs> sealed, and ready for um, labels to be mailed. Um, we have... What's going to be the notice there? Uh, the notice of study session. Um, the board um, requested that we send out a specific notice of the study session to all the property owners which ends up to be roughly 5,052-ish parcels. I'm not sure everybody else knows the map is going to be included at this phase. I knew because I had talked to you, but... Um, yeah, I thought we discussed it at the, um, when I, um, Did when... You guys at the announcement, but um, the, I can back up a little. Yeah, so um, since, since Commissioner Parker was not here and um, Commissioner Laddish is looking at me like I have no clue what you're talking about, <laughs> we'll, we'll go ahead and, and I'll back it up a bit. So um, initially we were just planning on uh, on addressing, uh, you know, reviewing the draft of update to the zoning code itself. Um, understanding that some of the changes that are proposed to be made are eliminations of a couple of base zones and as well as some overlay zones. Um, so obviously that will result in zoning amendments of specific parcels in the county. Um, our Initial intent was to come behind the adoption of the actual text with a cleanup and a zoning amendment to actually rezone all of those parcels at a separate action. Um, after um, uh, conversing with um, council and um, and our CEO and uh, we made the determination to include the zoning amendment or AKA zoning map 
concurrent with the with the text amendment. So um, we weren't prepared for that in the beginning. So we're trying to play catch up and, and get it all brought together. So our main focus for the last two weeks has been um, has been shoring up this list of all the parcels that are going to be rezoned. And I'm not going to go into detail, but there's some there's some issues between you know, the assessor and GIS, but we're getting that all together. And and um, I think we're down to 44 parcels now that uh, we just have to confirm and we'll be ready to go. So it's um, impressive. <laughs> it's been a lot of work. Yeah. And and um, I owe a lot to GIS, um, uh, specifically uh, Doug, you know, in addition to Dan Rios, um, they have just done a remarkable job at at last minute notice and they've really stepped up to the plate so i really appreciate what they're doing for us this is being mailed out now it's just yes so started yes studies. so because this is such a large project um, the legal requirement for notification is actually very minimal it's simply just uh um, a notice of the um, public hearing in the local newspaper and some posting of the notice. A display um, ad. A display ad, thank you. Yeah. Um, but after the general plan update process, um, uh, the board, because of that, the board wished that we um, asked that we give individual notice to those property owners that would be subject to a zone change. Um, and um, in addition to that, they wanted the notice to be given prior to the actual public hearing. They wanted the property owners um, to be able to participate or be notified of the study session. So we really had to kind of ramp it up, but we're there. So um, it's not that this was a board meeting. There, there yeah. was there wasn't a meeting about this. Mm -hmm. There was a conversation with the county executive officer. I was present for it, and just based on her sense of where the board was on this and comments that she had heard over the months and about the general plan amendment. This was her judgment call yeah. and recommendations. And, and we all agree it's it's you know it's it's a it's a good call. It, it's a it's a you know a worthy you know decision and it's and it's it's going to pay off in the end, um, you know. So, um, so that's where we are right now. So the notices are all ready to go out. Um, we just have to sure up the list, um, provide um, the mailing addresses, um, and get them out in the mail. So um, that will be going along concurrent with your review of the actual. Um, uh, draft update. So um, what I just need you folks to do right now is to concentrate on the draft. Um, the zoning amendment will kind of be running along with it, but it's not really something that's going to be heavily discussed, probably maybe towards the end. But absolutely, it is um, more of a, um, an invitation for the public to become involved. Um, we don't want people to be surprised at the last minute when their zone changes and there's no more opportunity to participate. So the, 
notifications to the individual property owners whose zoning may be affected? Are they being told your zoning is going to change from this zoning to this zoning? Yes, so that's the second part of the notice. So the notice basically is saying, um, we've identified that as a result of the, um, the proposed uh, draft update to the county zoning code, your parcel um, may change, the zoning of your parcel may change, um, and basically alerting them to the fact that there will be a change, more than likely, contact us. Um, so the second part of this whole zoning map process is um, is that GIS is uh, currently in the process of a GIS application or a public viewer for um, people to be able to go on uh, the website and take a look at their specific parcels and be able to identify what the current zoning is and what the proposed zoning will be as a result of the update. And then look and see what yes. the new yes. proposed zoning description is. Yes. That's great. And I think I may have asked you last time, but so will their current zone, will it run concurrently with the new zone? So whatever they're doing on that piece of property, they can continue to do and will only impact once they sell that piece of property Will the new zoning then take effect? No. So if there are uses that are being conducted on a, on a parcel that would be a non-conforming use subsequent to the adoption of the zone change in the code, um, they would be continued, they would be allowed to continue that. We, we consider that to be a pre-existing legal non-conforming use. Okay. However, for those base zones that are changing, I went through and I, I did some research on each and every parcel and um, for instance, the RM zone is a, a rural home industry zone that is proposed to go away with the, the draft, yeah. right? Um, in addition to the zoning, the zoning was piggybacked along with a use permit. And it, and it was, and the intent was to zone a piece of property for, uh, for a rural home industry. In addition, you had to get a use permit for the specific use. So um, out of the whole list of parcels that were zoned RM, only one parcel had continued, is still continuing today to be in the business in which we originally permitted them. All the others um, have, you know, the businesses have gone away and they're using the parcels for nothing more than right. a residence. And so it doesn't really make any sense to keep them zoned RM. And um, like I said, for the one um, business that is still operating today under the original use permit, we'll be allowed to continue without any issues. And a subsequent purchaser would be able to sure. continue. Yeah, or the use permit runs with the land. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. And so uh, they've got an active use permit, and it's active, you know, in perpetuity unless they uh, suspend their their business and discontinue it for more than twelve months. So I believe it's important, and thank you for contacting oh. those folks and, and explaining the process. But you know, kind of anticipating what our audience is going to look like, if all of that is explained to them ahead of time, should we anticipate a lot of 
I mean, I, I'm just curious about, I mean, because it it's possible, like it's absolutely. Um, you know, so our staff is all is prepared. Each and every one of us is prepared to start fielding these questions. Um, we've already started to field questions. You know, as the word is getting out, people are a little nervous um, about what this proposed code actually is all about. So we're starting to get phone calls. It's not a significant amount of calls, but we are starting to field uh, questions and we'll continue throughout the process. And so our feeling is, is that the more resources we have out there for people, hopefully they'll be able to help themselves. And if not, they can certainly call in and talk to any one of us and we can walk them through, uh, you know, the proposed changes. Um, it's just one of those things, you know, we're just gonna be in this very awkward kind of a stage until this whole process is done and, you know, I, I believe because we are dealing with the map that we will draw out most people who have an interest because a lot, what we've seen in the past is people don't pay a lot of attention to right. the text side of it. Yeah, yeah. Like during the general plan, but sure. when we dealt with the maps, they were here they were to here. talk yes, about it. Yes. So I, I think this really will save us a lot in the long run. And it's the most fair thing that we do. could do. I, I don't know that we'll have a huge turnout. Uh, Maybe not to start with. Uh, I'm, I'm curious <laughs> for the study session. Um, this is mainly to educate us and the public as to what's going on. Yes. Um, We're looking for your feedback. You are looking for feedback. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and that but that would not be. A, a, a vote of a commission or any of this sort is not during the study session. So the study session is just that. This is it's your opportunity to you know to have questions, voice concerns, give us your comments. Um, we will we will compile all of your comments in addition to the public comments at the end. Uh, Martha and Gabriel and I, and Julie, will all meet again. You know, and we'll decide uh, what needs to be. <laughs> Changed. Accommodated in what is not practical tonight. So, Lanage, I think you're asking whether this is the time to edit. So, it is the time to edit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because we're looking at coming up with a final draft, kind of like the final yes. draft of the GHG measures. We're doing it in a study session format because we don't know yet what the full scope of what we're going to have to notice. Yeah, what the full scope of any sequel work we have to do until we have the final right. version from you. And at that point, it'll be formalized and there will be the formal notice of public hearing and it'll come back. As an action item. Yes, yes, yes. Good. I will get to hear all those things that the people didn't say earlier because yes. they weren't that interested in the informational items. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. And so back to my question, we'll know more of how to prepare for the first study session after we get staff reports that will kind of outline the direction. Yes. And, and our consultant will, will be available um, during the study sessions as well. And she's already prepared um, a uh, PowerPoint presentation and we will, we will be taking this line for line. So, um, you know, it's, it's up to you um, as to how quickly we want to run through this. Um, you know, certainly staff is game for, um, you know, whatever meetings that you want to, um, you know, have uh, to get through the material. 
Um, but I think you'll find it a, a pretty easy read. Yeah. I have one question, and I may have the acronym wrong. I, I read, I'm starting to read the binder, and I read your the, the summary. But it's, I think it refers to TUDs. Am I correct? It's, it says, like, is there a chart at some point that I keep seeing this? Like, I thought it was TUD. I don't have it in front of me. I'm sorry. And I can email you my specific question. Yeah, please but, do. But it seems like it refers to something in it and it's okay I'll, it's not I'll it's not it. coming to mind TUP that wouldn't be right I mean it just seems like every every title has to be title. you're not talking about the to be determined oh maybe that's what it means sections maybe that's what that means yeah because <laughs> it's it's all throughout yeah <laughs> <laughs> this chart yeah yeah Okay. So yeah. So it's not there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously the you know final you know everyone's had a look at it you know we'll, you know we'll be able to uh, apply those section numbers and and okay. not to the perfect yeah. How's <laughs> it? I can't find it. I can't All right. Thank you. You're welcome. And we're all prepared to start on October We are prepared to start on October 11th. That is a Wednesday. So, Dawn, I'm, I apologize you weren't here um, at the meeting that we had previously discussed, but um, there's been ample emails that have gone out to all of you. Um, so hopefully you're reading those emails and keeping updated, but um, the room is reserved and the notices, um, the notice for the study session, which again was not a legal requirement, we're just doing that as, as a courtesy uh, to the general public and um, out of respect for the board. Um, that actually is being published in the Valley Springs News tomorrow and um, all the other notices of zone changes are going out at the latest tomorrow and meeting right here right? yes I just also want to let the Commission know that on the 18th we do have a, a I think a nine to four schedule for that day yes so I will I have a, an administrative hearing that I thought would be quick and it's probably not going to be quick um, with the assessment appeals board that day that I need to be there for so I will not be here I will probably come in sometime you know in the afternoon is my guess on that and so if there's any questions that you have for me you can give me a piece of paper and between that and the next study session i mean obviously for me if there's anything you want me to research the more advanced notice i have the better but i'll go and watch the the meeting afterwards and see what i miss so so you're not saying that we have to cancel the meeting, but we can continue without you. You don't have to have any meetings with me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's just a little efficient that way. Yeah. No, no. The commission can decide to get canceled away in now or get in the way later. I know that I have a couple of dates that um, I have late afternoon meetings. So I'm hoping that we'll be able to finish up by like 3.30. So well, again, that is entirely up to you guys. I have allotted those times from 
On the Wednesdays that we have a full day, I've reserved the room from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah. So if you guys want to, you know, if you've had absolutely enough of the zoning code review by 2 o'clock, then we knock off at 2, you know. The commission's eyes are crossed. Yeah. Yeah. We say, no lunch for you guys, I have to. <laughs> If, if, the, if for those uh, for those weeks that have a, um, a following day planning commission hearing scheduled, um, you know if the if the agenda is light enough and you want to continue it, then certainly you can continue it to the next day. Um, that was kind of the the thinking, uh -huh. at least my thinking of what would probably take place. Right. Um, it's just going to depend where it can be. It's going to depend on where you guys, how available you are, um, you know, and what the agendas look like. Um, and again, you know, it's 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 up to you and how quickly we're going to roll through this. Regina, um, I, I'd want to say with all the work that you've done, I'm excited to get into this. It is exciting. I, you know, I don't feel like there's this huge... Uh, unknown coming at right. You know what's going on. We will know what's going on, and we very much appreciate all that you've been doing for however long you've been doing it on this, and and the other people in the planning department. Oh, everybody's involved. Yeah. This is an all hands on deck kind of a yeah. process. So it, it's my understanding that not every zoning amendment that we might like to see addressed will be included in this initial round because the emphasis is on making sure that we're in compliance with our general plan and getting our new format in place and all of that. So I I think I think I'm not said, so sure. I've are you just are you talking about the scope of the changes? Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean I in order to get it done quickly, the emphasis from planning and the consultant was to do whatever can be done first within the scope of the general planning right, guide yeah, without all. needing to prepare. Correct. Right. So, I th so the goal was to just get that stuff done first, and anything mm -hmm. that would require additional sequel work will be taken. Usually, those are going to be the more controversial mm -hmm. changes anyway that require more discussion on a one one by one basis. Right. right. That would be coming later, probably after you know, possibly with some study yeah. sessions yeah. with the board on what what kind of direction yeah. they. Yeah. Would so want. this is not a fix all right it's it's kind of a, um, a initial fix understanding that we will be following behind with more um, amendments random things yeah but it will address everything that is necessary to bring our zoning ordinance into alliance with state state and federal requirements yes, yes. Um, we have um, eliminated the very confusing um, list of definitions and uses that didn't correlate um, so Martha's done a really nice job with the code um, I have to say it reads a lot nicer it's so much easier to find things um, I just like the organization um, so I think once you guys get into it you're gonna find it's it's a lot more user-friendly um, and I you know of course the general plan implementation is going to be a topic of discussion you know it's up to you to decide whether or not we've accurately 
captured all of those policies in the in the code revisions. And um, if not, then you know we'll see what else we can do to make things right. So that's and there's where we're a, at. one more thing. And I think tell me if I'm wrong on this. There, some of the pieces that require some of the pieces of the zoning code where there is sort of state or federal preemption are going to be reviewed after your input by an outside, by yes. the, um, Mateer Harnish uh, has a legal um, division that yes. works in conjunction with Martha Miller, and they're going to review for, I, I think that what they have in there right now, they're hoping is basically in compliance with state law. There are a couple of sections that were just taken from our existing um, code, but will be reviewed before the final draft comes back for state and federal compliance. Right. So you are, you don't worry too much in okay. what you're seeing now. Don't you feel we have to go do that so, research. Right. Right. And right. Be done for us uh, right. before the final draft right. comes back. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, Don, you have. Well, I was just going to, so this is a very large three ring binder. Can I anticipate, and it doesn't have much in There's two more sections to come. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Didn't want to overwhelm you. This overwhelms me. Okay. Sorry. I had a feeling there was something else coming. Yeah, I'll be giving you more material you can add to that binder. It'll be nice and full by the time we're done. That's what I was hoping. Yeah. So we broke the code. We broke the entire code down into three sections. Okay. Before you obviously use the first section, it's zone districts and use regulations. Uh, the second section we'll be reviewing will be uh, countywide regulations, and the final um, part of your review will be administration. So we're going to try to keep feeding you all of this uh, as we're going along, um, not to try to overwhelm you, but, you know, and this is an important task. So if you think that we're hitting the road a little too quickly, then, you know, you can put on the brakes and say, well, we need a little bit more time to review this. Uh, you know, maybe you want to go back and relook at another right. section that we've previously done. I don't know. It's up to you. So the only other thing is, originally we were going to do it in September. Yes. And now we're doing it in October. Unfortunately, My yes. schedule doesn't look the same in October. Yeah. And the reason is I ha I've been threatening to take a vacation for about 10, <laughs> 10 years. So what days will you be uh, unavailable, Don? You want to go ahead and send those to me? And yeah, well, I got to figure that out. Yet. Okay. But... Um, and I know we're going to be short. Uh, hopefully, so it's going to be a challenge. Hopefully, Supervisor else. Stopper is working on that as we speak. Yeah. So I'll I'll figure it out. But I've been wanting to go to Belize, and uh, yeah. I'm hoping to. Can we? <laughs> so this is just <laughs> like not a little salt. In the well, I mean, I've been feeling well either. So. Yeah. So if anyone has, you know, with the understanding that. Um, Obviously, the intent is to is to carry the study sessions through the month of October, um, and more than likely, we'll be pushing into November, depending on, sure. like I said, how quickly we get through the material, but I'm kind of anticipating that we'll roll into November. Um, so if there's anything in November that I'm not aware of, please just send me an email, and I'll stick you on my calendar, and we'll just start, you know, a process of elimination as to what days are available for meetings. Yeah, because I think it's important that at least all four of us, if not. Oh, absolutely. Are, are there for every meeting. Absolutely. So I agree. Will it stop you from having a meeting if I'm not here? Yeah. 
I mean, well, I, maybe, maybe not. I think it depends. Well, I think it depends on your. You have had a chance to look at it and can tell us whether you would have input on it okay, or not. But I, I, yeah, I can I'm always I'm fully input. If I I'm fully in favor of honoring your vacation. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm fully in favor of getting this done into the supervisors yes. this year. Yes. 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 I've been looking forward to this for decades. We all have. <laughs> Our current code is rather challenging. So. Yeah, I definitely don't want to hold things up. So, Michelle, having not been part of the commission study session, the format will be we'll, we will talk first and then open it up to the public. Will it be kind of a free for all discussion? How will that work? So, it, I think it will depend on the attendance, what kind of enthusiasm we have from the public and how much they want to speak but in general it's an opportunity for us to hear it have a discussion among ourselves and with and the staff and the consultants yes. and Gabriel and Julie but typically we have allowed the public to comment because we do want to hear early right why wait till late on okay. it okay. So if there's someone that we can see out there itching to speak, we will usually yeah. ask them. Come on, you know, and if you have uh, folks out in your community that are showing some interest um, and maybe not available or don't desire to come to an actual study session, encourage them to send us an email because I'll be compiling all those, um, forwarding them on to the consultant. Um, so we'll have a a nice stack of comments at the end of the process that we'll be able to, you know, hopefully incorporate some of that into the into the draft as well. Yeah. I, th I think we Any can let questions? you get back to work to your yeah, stack of envelopes. <laughs> <to do. laughs> Thank you, Gina. <laughs> oh no, we went to peel and stick labels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the notices you're sending out now are still saying that we're going to get going on this in late summer, right? Do the no does the notice still say we're going? Yeah, I mean, you, what, the notice you put in our binder that we could put on bulletin boards and stuff talk about how this is going to start in late summer. Oh, the, the flyers said late summer? Flyers, yeah. Well, I thought we updated that. I don't know. I, I know that I No, the notice is brand new. I just I just did the I just drafted the notice and so yeah, no, it yeah. it specifically is a notice notifying individual individuals of the um, October eleventh study yeah. session. Great. Late summer in the foothills is kind of into November. And yeah. Posted is saying that we were going to start on October 11th at the yes. actual. Yes, study sessions. And basically, it is, it, it's a, 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 um, a reference of multiple study sessions beginning on October 11th. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You got my email and my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> So let's go ahead and take a look at the greenhouse gas stuff. It's really, really nice that uh, because of really Tim's hard work uh, and then Julie and Gabriel's additional work on cleaning this up, we have a very much smaller looking document that's nowhere near as terrifying that is 
the final measures reflecting all the comments from our previous meetings about this. So there shouldn't be any big surprises in there for anybody. If I can break in the, I went through and I, I just changed the italics back to regular, took the cross outs, eliminated yeah. them. I made sure the tables, uh, somehow they had gotten garbled. And uh, so I went back to the original uh, July memo to get the tables in the way they had first appeared. Um, the really the one thing that I actually changed uh, since our last meeting was just on these footnotes, such as the one on on page fourteen, where the consultants said which consultant worked on what component. I've added language saying that uh, in this draft. The commission itself has uh, reviewed and amended uh, the, the the measures, so that we don't give the false impression that that it it's all uh, all uh, the consultants' work. Uh, so, but other than that, I think there was one typo. I found what I what I typed. Um, uh, this is. As far as I can tell, the clean copy, um, and uh, Julie somehow worked some magic to get rid of the logo. Gabriel um, worked some magic to get rid of the logo. Uh, and uh, so I do believe that this is what we uh, have uh, concluded uh, is our proposal to the uh, to the Board of Supervisors. And then this statement that uh, Michelle and I worked on um, is, is to try and bring the supervisor up to speed as to what, what has happened and what this current proposal is and what I'm trying to get across is that we have, we're trying to meet the, the goal that's set in the general plan of 40% below uh, the emissions level of 1990 by, uh, by 2030. Uh, and we're straining to do that, but that uh, it is, uh, it's being done, our intention is to do it without bankrupting the county, that, that if they have to pursue the funding, if they don't get the funding, we, we have still satisfied the requirements of the general plan to come up with a plan that if it were fully implemented, it would, it would satisfy the goal. Um, and then I've taken, there are a couple of measures that have I think will particularly be subject to controversy. The TR1, which is the uh, zero emission vehicle adoption, uh, and, and TR5, which is the off-road equipment and vehicles. And I anticipated some concerns from the, from the Board of Supervisors and tried to show how the concerns I had, at least, uh, have been dealt with 
uh, a lot with the requirement of funding uh, and a lot of, uh, well, look, like with measure TR1 with the, the zero emission vehicles, we are satisfying what the consultant said as far as the number of vehicles that need to be served by charging stations, but we're not requiring 751 charging stations, particularly. Uh, we're leaving that up to the determination of a plan that would be established under this. Um, and whereas I think the consultants were pretty much <clears throat> saying that we needed 751 of the 240 volt slow uh, chargers, um, this plan will come up with a uh, combination of what, what sort of charges we need, where they should be, and including in this the, uh, uh, the private chargers. Uh, because I don't know about you, if we're going to have an electric car, I'm going to have a charger in my garage, um, and that should be a part of this plan. Um, again, dependent upon funding and assisting people with the funding, and et cetera. Um, okay, I've gone on too long. <laughs> so, and the other item that's in here is CS1, because that's something the Planning Commission added from whole cloth, you know, it was not part of, in its current form, not part of the consultant's proposal because they didn't believe that we could quantify sequestration on natural and working land. So, so that's why there's some additional comment there. So I think our, our main goal today is just to review this and review the wording and make sure that we're all comfortable with the wording. I think we all agree on the general content, but we want to be respectful to the supervisors and not come off as lecturing them about what the right thing to do is or, you know, that is their decision. They are the final decision makers, but we want them to understand why we are suggesting what we are suggesting. So that that's really the, the main point. So are we all comfortable with this? Because it's going to represent all of us yes, when yes. it goes. It's not going to come from, this is Commissioner Laddish's recommendation to the board. Well, I, you know, I think to, to begin, I appreciate both of you working on this. And, and I appreciate the caveat that, you know, if funding doesn't occur, then, you know, we're still striving forward. I don't know how comfortable the other commissioners feel. We've talked about the fact that some of this may be out of, it's not only funding, it's whether or not the grid's gonna be able to keep up with what we're asking. Is there some reservation on the two of your parts by not adding something like that into this? We did include that in the measures that we specifically talked about that oh, for. Okay. So about the reliability or availability, okay. I'm, I'm and sorry. we have some exceptions in there for certain okay. things. But I think that that's, we also talked to the consultants a couple of time, uh, meetings back about having some overarching language that talks about the need for um, a grant writer to go find the money for right. these and things like those overall concerns and needing to keep up with the states. Right. 
requirements. There's a lot of stuff that's really not going to be up to us in the end. In the end. In any way. And again, and this speaks somewhat to that point, what we need is a plan. Yeah. A plan that if it were fully implemented, if it were fully implemented it would that's all we need. Right now, that's what we're in. That's what we are aiming for. That's what we have is that and well it's the question uh whether if the consultants uh say oh you've changed this in tr5 and therefore you've dropped by right. 400 metric tons and we only had a 212 metric ton cushion of satisfaction going into this um uh then we might have a problem and that's as michelle pointed out that's one of the main reasons we have gone into great detail in our sequestration uh, provision is that we believe we've we've adopted a lot of uh, language from the Butte County uh, plan, and the Butte County plan with the sequestration was quantified, and uh, I have I, I communicated with their consultant, and they said, well, look, they're there are two parts of the plan. Uh, one had to do with soil uh, treatment uh, to increase the efficiency of that. So I moved what was the soil efficiency uh, provision from uh, the Butte County Pan to the existing soil uh, provision in uh, the consultant's last uh, proposal. Um, and then the other part of the, 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 the quantification was for the quantification of sequestration uh, with natural and working lands. And that's, that's where we need to have the consultants uh, increase our cushion of uh, right. what we have uh, So we have satisfied. no quantification for that at all from the consultants yet because they haven't seen the final doc our final proposal yet and this brings me to a question when well, now when yeah. are we going to... i did i did send a, a copy of a markup to them so they are currently reviewing that and they will get back to us well i'm concerned that they're going to get back to us before we have our meeting with the board of supervisors and all this is going to be completely outdated so um when do you think we're going to actually meet with the board I mean, I, I, this question's coming up and I, I have, my advice to Gabriel has been that we wait for them to at ASAP, um, quantify based on this, you know, work that you've done and get back to us. I don't know, um, what's happening. There's some, I know there's meetings between planning, COG, the consultants, and Angel's Camp, I don't know um, what's been discussed with respect to the date for the board. I hope, I assume from what Gabriel is saying that the consultant's aware that they are being asked to do a little bit more quantification. Um, I, you know. But the problem I, is, is then, then, then if we say this, this is a fine statement, it'll be totally, it'll be quite out of date. Well, uh, Commissioner Ladish, not necessarily. It would really depend on 
whether or not the consultants agree wholeheartedly. Because what thing they've always told me is that as long as we do not tweak percentages, that you know we will still be able to keep our metric ton savings. But sometimes um, the language is in the details. Uh, for example, the the issue about rather than. Uh, doing something specifically, we're saying we're going to pursue uh, pursue funding to do it. Uh, they may interpret that uh, a different way uh, well, than, than we would. So, uh, what? Well, it's nothing is firm at this particular time. I think I may hear back from them as early as tomorrow, so that we'll we'll get a good we'll get a good understanding of where we are. And if it means that. Um, and, and, I, and I talked to County Council about this. Uh, was it yesterday, Julie, that we talked about this? Uh, and, and her position is that this is our document and that we have final authority as to what the document includes. And if we want to stick with the language of pursuing funding, so be it. Uh, it's not for the consultants to say, well, I mean, I don't have a position. I, just to clarify all this, my, I did, I spoke with, with Mr. Elliott yesterday about some of what he was telling me was happening at some of these committee meetings and the consultants, we are dependent on the consultants for the quantification. Mm -hmm. So one of the questions that came up was if the consultant feels they need to make a change, can they make a change before it comes to the board? And because we already, because this has to come as a recommendation from the planning commission to the board, what, what I have recommended is that the final measures as drafted by the planning commission go to the board. And I think that this document is perfectly adequate in terms of explaining the measures that we have. I, the, if the consultant decides we're not gonna make it, we have, they feel they like need to recommend some additional changes, we can recommend those in red lines. And, and it's correct that this might be out of date no. only to the extent that the board is willing to accept the changes, but the board needs to see, here's what the planning commission recommended. This will help the board understand that we do need additional work from the consultants. There is a little bit of an unknown um, that we're waiting for the consultants to wrap up. I think the other thing that I'm trying to clarify, it sounds like there's been, I know Angels Camp attends these meetings and I, I believe Angels Camp, I, as I understand it from Mr. Elliott, you know, and I understand this as a small city, they would like to try to piggyback off of some of the work that we're doing. It's not clear how much of what we're doing of is course. actually going to be easy for them to use right off without having to do additional editing. And what and I know we've all looked at the scope of work of the contract that the consultant um, has with COG and it is very clear in there that there are two separate plans anticipated, one for Calaveras County, one for Angels Camp. And what I think might still be getting a little bit confused is that we don't need to be tied to Angels Camp and shouldn't have to be tied to Angels Camp, even if Angels Camp would, would like that. If that, I don't know that that's what they're saying, but if that's what they're saying, I think it needs to just be clear to COG and the consultants that we have our own our own version. And if they have, if Angels Camp needs to do something different, which requires customized calculations, 
That is a separate piece. Yeah, yeah that would be different to any way because they're starting from a different baseline. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. And and, and the, the comment I got from Angel Scamp has to do with uh, our changing uh, the language, which refers to countywide to unincorporated county. Mm -hmm. They they felt like their studies and their their plan uh, kind of talks in more general terms. Uh, we are breathing the same air, whether they are in Angel's camp or we are here. So they might want us to maybe reverse that language regarding unincorporated county areas or just county in general, which would include them as well, because in their language, and I, I, I'm just reporting. I'm just reporting what is being said. said. Anything. Right, right. Yeah. You know, just I'm just reporting what is being said. Yeah. I haven't. You know, we're not. Uh, so, and I told County Council that they had made uh, that observation. Uh, <clears throat> another observation that they made was that some of the descriptions uh, regarding Oak Woodlands mitigation was too prescriptive. It sound, sounded more like an ordinance level type rather than, I don't know what the difference would have been. I mean, we don't have an Oak Woodlands ordinance at this particular exactly. time. We are working on one. And so, uh, and I'm not saying you can't have uh, anything in that category. They just felt like it was such a, at such a detailed level that goes beyond what the scope of this kind of document might be. Mostly appropriate for an ordinance, but they felt like, you know, well, we kind of we, went a few we taking um, it from the general plan. But, yeah, I mean, that's but a true that to start with. I mean, we were cautioned a while back that there's a lot of controversy going on as to what the Oakland Woodlands Ordinance will right, be. Right. And we better stick to exactly what's in the general, general plan. plan. Right. And we, that's what it is. And right. word for word, right. this is what's in our general plan as right. required. And right. so that, I just, I just, Absolutely. I don't know. I, I, I don't this, know. I fully agree. This is our plan. It is our it's plan. It's our decision what, I mean, our, the county's decision as to what it is. <laughs> our plan, we're only obligated to satisfy the emissions levels for the unincorporated areas of the county. Okay. We are. We don't control what Angels Camp does, and we're not responsible for what's generated within Angels Camp. And so, <clears throat> why would it matter if we did include them? Because they have their own plan that could have different requirements. And while we all breathe the same air, we only have authority over what happens within the unincorporated area. But so could we they choose to adopt ours. No, they have their, they have to have their own plan. They are different municipalities. We, we couldn't say you must put chargers here, here, and here. But, but the, I, yeah, I, um, I think this is a moot point. We have understood no. this from day one when we both received the first set of measures and they were identical. And Angels Camp went through and started editing theirs ahead of us. And then they very clearly told us that they planned to piggyback on ours and they were going to trail us in the adoption of they the plan so that they that. could leverage work that we were doing. That's their choice. I just don't think we can let what they choose to do or sure. not do, what they 
choose to edit or not edit or adopt or not adopt really influence what we're doing. We are out ahead of them. That's what they wanted from us so they can see how much uh, controversy right. is the outcome of yeah. this. So, but at this point, I think we just have to plunge forward with ours and not worry about right. what they are doing. Plus, we just really need to get ours done. We're all yeah, just and, and we so are. far behind and schedule. We and I, I, no, I did exchange, uh, we exchanged copies of plans. They gave me one of theirs, uh, which looks like this. Mm -hmm. I gave them ours. So. Uh, and, that, anything... and that's been out for a while. Yeah. From the very beginning of this process, um, at least it was my clear understanding from the consultants that pursue was an action word. I mean, I almost have that as one of, uh, you know, above my door, doorway as a, words to live by, uh, that pursuing funding is sufficient to count. To quantify, but not necessarily to yeah, quantify the believe, same I level as implementation. Well, I, don't I think there is that, all I sorts of I don't know about that. gray area there. And the only thing that's a red flag to me is they're not going to act like that. Well, I think, I think that's all they will can. say that it's an action and that the measure can be quantified. They so, might not say it can be quantified at the same level it, as the actual implementation. So their last quantification was after a lot of pursuit. Yes, we'd already done that in a lot of we just We just kind of missed a few places. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm not concerned about the measures being out of date, but the statement that we're considering is a statement as of the current conditions and is, yes. is talking about the, the quantification and this sort of thing. That I'm concerned that we'll we might have to come back again and and uh, well, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how much uh, change is recommended. Uh, so my so. suggestion is let's conceptually look at this. Yes. Everybody's had a chance to look at it. We can get the other commissioners' take on it. Yeah. It you know is this the right thing to be doing? Mm -hmm. I I think we do need some introduction to the board of supervisors of what we've been doing for. Quite some time now, and uh, you know this seems pretty comprehensive. So it's just a matter of how. Like I have a couple places where I would suggest minor wording tweaks. It's nothing major. I, in general, I agree with this and agree with the approach. I think possibly we don't do a final approval today. We keep it on our agenda and just roll it to the next meeting until we do have the quantification back from the consultants and kind of know where we are. Unless this is something that needs to go to the board right away. I think the the, the goal or the, the everybody's idea was that this was now going to go to a joint meeting mm -hmm. of the board and the planning commission. So I don't know that anybody will want to hear that we're going to have another planning commission meeting on it before. I understand that there could be a simultaneous situation where but it wasn't going to go to the board until we have the quantifications back though i thought that's what you were saying i i right but we, i didn't know that we were going to have an intervening plan we don't know about. when the quantifications are coming back right so but i think what, what the plan was is once we got the quantifications back we would schedule a joint 
board and planning commission meeting at that point. When we get the quantifications back, I don't know if you've read through all this. I did. It, it would mm -hmm. be, this is a statement as of now, right. yeah. what the command planning commission would say to the board if we were meeting with them tomorrow. If we get quantifications back and they say, hey, you're right, uh, you know, sequestration, you, you, you've got a nice big cushion now. They're not. And, and it's just wonderful uh, what you're doing with, uh, with uh, the off-road vehicles and this sort of thing. There'll be, there'll be need, need to be We're changes not, That's to not going to happen, though. They're not no. going to come back and tell us that we have no. a huge cushion. Mm -hmm. So I think if anything, anyway, I, I don't think we need to worry about that. I think we can have this pretty much ready to go. But if we get the quantification in time to take a look at it, then by we have the opportunity to tweak this if we do, if the timing works out. I don't know how long it's going to take to get it on the agenda for the Board of Supervisors or where those meetings are going to fall. I mean, maybe they'll, right, maybe we can have, if we if we get the quantifications back and it's 30 days to get it to the board, we can do one more agenda meeting. And, and if we can't, comments. we can't. Then, then okay. we go with what we've got and we deal with it at that meeting. No, we, will, we will get a quantification exactly. back. We will get a quantification back um, sooner than later. So it's, it just depends on what do we want to do with the quantification when we get it. Does that mean, are you willing to go back now and amend some of the language in there? I mean, these are just hypothetical questions. No, he's talking to the measures, I believe. Right. 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 No, I think I mean, we just put, that we just roll that in, the yeah. commentary from the consultants, and right. something for all of us to and discuss then that goes, that meeting. And then that goes to the board. But I think the question today is, if we were meeting tomorrow with the Board of Equalization, is this the state board? The Board of Equalization. You're working on a lot of different things. Um, if we were going to meet with the Board of Supervisors tomorrow, is this a statement you would want to? Exactly. My only concern, and I appreciate the hard work, um, but it makes me chuckle is on page two and the number four, mm -hmm. you know, and, and maybe I'm misinterpreting what I'm reading, but, <laughs> you know, we tell them there are no dairies, there are no slaughterhouses, and yet they come back and say, well, we need to have some measure. And, a, and, and it bothers me because it, it speaks to the validity of their other work. I mean, if they're just coming up with numbers. It doesn't, and we've been through this. This is a done deal. We should not spend any more time on this issue. It's in our baseline. It has to be addressed. And if somebody was to come to us with a proposal for a dairy, right. then we would have right. in our plan the appropriate response to it's, it. It's, so, it's, Commissioner Schimenti, that you weren't here during the inventory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that you, you weren't. Oh, I wasn't here. Okay. No, no, no. no. And, and we talked about it at almost yeah. every yeah. meeting. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's been beat to death. Really, the reason that I put in this subparagraph four. Uh, two reasons. One, I think the Board of Supervisors should be aware that this has happened. Um, and well, they are and, because they also had to approve well, that. But they might not then, remember. Then the second thing is that we use it, and uh, on page five of our statement, proposed statement, um, use it as an example of, well, the consultants 
have, when they don't have any local uh, data at all, they'll look to a state program, a state inventory, and allocate even though you get the, the okay. results so that we have number four. And here, uh, we have opportunity to quantify the sequestration, and we actually have local data that the, uh, the agricultural commissioner has the types of crops, the acreages, and, and that sort of thing, that, uh, and, and including timber, that uh, they can use to quantify. And I think it's the same sort of data, I think, that was used in Butte County to quantify their uh, natural and uh, working land. So it doesn't skew our numbers, you're saying? Because it, it does skew our numbers, but actually it's helping us because by putting a measure in there that says if we had a dairy, these would be the requirement. Right. It we're getting to say that we're we're preventing this future or removing this existing impact that we'd already don't have. It's helping <laughs> us in our quantification. Okay. It's okay. frustrating, and I think particularly frustrating to those of us who have Involved. Keep coming back to this. It keeps cropping back up. So every time we see it, you know, we're sure. like, but we told you there's no berries. And, and <laughs> the, the consultant's explanation is this is the best possible uh, information source we had available to come up with a census of livestock in Calaveras County. And what we're saying to them is that you have a good local data source right. to consult with in order to come up with the quantification of the sequestration. But, That's the, but this, is not, it's, this is not the only item. It's just the most cut and dry, black and white yeah. item. We don't have dairies. There's a number in for dairy cattle. Oh, there, I mean, However, there were many other items in that baseline that were apportioned from something else or based on cell phone data that they had to extrapolate to. So there's just a lot of that in the baseline because nobody was gathering that data back in 2018 very specifically. As an example, there was a table in one of the inventory documents that showed that between 2010 and 2020, there was a 513 percent change increase in the number of acres covered by evergreen forest. In the beginning, Kelly brought up that this could be off by up to in the 90 percentile. Yeah. I mean, to me, I don't even know why we're doing this because if we don't have that, but anyway, we did what we did. And it because is what the it quantification is. is what it is, but the measures will improve the situation going forward, regardless of what the quantification actually is. I mean, that's the bottom line. We have to have a plan. We have to show how we are trying to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. And an element of that plan has to be a quantification that we all know we're not capable of doing, and it can't possibly be truly accurate. It's just some metric that they can use to say, yes, you've met the requirement or not met the right. requirement. The thing that I have a problem with is that they use these this data to instill fear in people, and I don't like that. Because if you're off by 90, 90 some odd percent, it's just- Well, we're, we're not off, we're not off I don't, anymore. 
we yeah so, we're so using the same metrics there's i mean we're still off we're way off. We, yeah we know but it but we might be off in both directions and it, who knows we just don't know but there's nothing we can do about it so, so the three of you believe that the work that you have done with the original report and modifying it and asking questions has really taken some of that well, I just got a rubber, I, I just have to cookie cutter this amount into this county, even do. even though it doesn't apply. We did not, we did not do anything. that. No, I mean, I mean, the, yeah. no, I mean, consultants. No, no, we yeah. didn't. No, but I mean, it feels like the consultants. But for an example, is the consultants were assuming that this 15,000 zero emission vehicles by 2030 were all going to be registered within the county. Um, that didn't enter in into their quantification, but it, 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 that fifteen thousand became the figure. And what we have done to make things more reasonable is uh, we've we've kept the fifteen thousand number for the vehicles, but we recognize that they can be uh, what we're dealing with those vehicles emitting greenhouse gases and those are tourist vehicles those are registered within the county they're second home right. vehicles right. etc and uh, and we've also recognized that you have to look at every type of charger involved in order to service those right. uh, 15,000 vehicles and so yes I think we have we've we've injected reality into some of the, the basic okay. statistics. Uh, and and by shifting from the number of chargers, which I think were 240 volt chargers mainly, um, to number of vehicles and determining just which chargers and where they need to be and that sort of thing, um, we've, we've injected reality into that situation. Okay, I, good. I think even more so, and you have been here for a lot of this toward right. the end, but not in the earlier piece right. so is that we have tried to make it match our actual rural yeah. community yeah, much better than we the have. original measures did i we think have. that's the that's the where most of our efforts have gone and to try to take credit where we could for our strengths we yeah. didn't just accept it for sure. No, no we didn't. We just, just, we put, yeah, that was a lot. Which brings me to my very first edit on page one of this <laughs> um, proposed edit. You guys don't have to agree with me. But if we look in paragraph four, it says the starting basis for the document. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you read the first five pages and the last two and a half pages are solely the work of the consultants which that language is solely the work of the consultants, but it is those measures, while we provided input into previously, so it's not solely the work of the consultants, it's just that that's the solely the, the final wording of the consultants, but it incorporates the comments made by the planning commission in earlier. What, what would you suggest? Yeah, what, I, I would just, point. yeah. I just think we want to say that the first five pages and last two and a half pages are the work of the consultants. However, it incorporates the comments and concerns yeah. 
provided to the consultants by the planning commission in earlier hearings. Okay, I think maybe uh, uh, instead of or the work of the or the wording of the first five pages and the last two and a half pages are provided directly from the consultants after. Yes, after incorporating or responding to comments and concerns from the planning commission. Okay. Okay. okay now I just didn't want it to appear exactly as right. as Michael is saying. Okay. So wait a minute. Okay, let, let me actually get this. The wording of the first five pages and the last two and a half pages are the work are, are provided by the consultant. Mm-hmm. Are as provided by the consultant. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the wording is as provided. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> by the consultants after after what? But but incorporate or, or it can be a separate sentence. It might get kind of long. Say, but that um, the content of the measures incorporates earlier comments and concerns okay. expressed by the planning commission, or ex includes responses, or or the. The measures respond to. I wouldn't say measures because yeah. the measures are what's between these parts, but. Um, so the proposed wording from the consultants responded to earlier comments and concerns expressed by the planning commission. We don't need to be detailed, I don't think. Concerns and suggestions. Okay. So uh, keep the no revisions at this point have been made to the no revisions to these entries have been made. Exactly. Yeah. Do you want to have anything in there like at this point or the sort of is that is that sentence still good? I, I think we leave it for now because that we don't know. No, yeah. Okay. And the next place, I'm trying to not pick away just at preferred language. Yeah. Um, but on page three, the final paragraph, if it was up to me, I would completely eliminate the first sentence and just start with the factual A2022 air resource report. And then, if, and if you go down to the third line, I would take out the the sentence that begins at the end of the third line. You know, with various state and federal programs, EVs will become much more affordable than they have been. Again, that's that doesn't matter. That's our opinion. That's our hope. That's our well. It's it's a, it's a, a softening of. The effect upon the constituents. The I, I just think, though, that they're aware of it, and we could we could start with with funding. Measure mm -hmm. TR one would provide encouragement to vehicle users. That, that, 
but forget the the more affordable because yeah just take out all of it because it just seems to me it's open to argument about because should state and federal programs withdraw some of the tax incentives they will not become more affordable mm -hmm. and that the phasing out and we just don't know we can't if anybody disagrees with what the yeah. chair is saying objection to removing them I don't have an objection. Yeah, okay. Yeah, if you have if you have any objection to what she's suggesting, yeah. Yes, exactly. We want you guys' comments, and really, everything else, I think, is is acceptable just the way it is, and provides the information that we would like the board of supervisors to have. So, but I'm open so, to yeah, suggest because I've read it a lot of times. <laughs> so what's the final wording then on that first page? What I'm getting is uh, the wording of the first five pages and the last two and a half pages is as provided by the consultants, but reflects uh, concerns and suggestions from the planning commission. Previous concerns. Pre pre yes. The wording of the first five pages, I got that far. The wording of the first five pages and the last two and a half pages is as provided by the consultants, comma, but reflects doing this as a the reflects earlier concerns and suggestions by the planning commission how's that yeah and so that last sentence kind of says the same thing then doesn't it so, that the rest of the draft has been text Proposed measures have been reviewed and often amended by the planning commission. So we're saying, well, so are we, are we saying two different things there? Yeah, we're, we're saying the July seventeenth. Okay. The letter. We haven't touched the first uh, five pages in the last two and a half pages. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but the rest of it. The, the meat, the meat of it, we didn't talk. Doing the sandwich has been uh, okay. chewed over considerably. Okay. Yeah, basically, so those are the areas that where we made lots of changes. Yeah. To it. Okay. it wasn't just a word here, or a little okay. pursue item. I think that I mean the point of, that we wanted to make was that okay, we let the we let the consultants have their voice for these first five pages and the last two and a half pages and their tables and et cetera. Okay. We're not messing around. We're not trying to play with what their tables showed or anything of that sort. Um, this is what they've, okay. what, they, right. what they've provided us. I think uh, the measures, the actual discussion within the measures is pretty technical for the most part, trying to explain all of the background information 
that Commissioner Laddish dug out. And I, I feel like it does a good job of explaining what's going on there. So uh, is Commissioner Laddish going to do the edits then, or do you want? I'd be happy to do the edits. Okay, because you are the originator of the documents. <laughs> <laughs> the first two and a half days. He's the keeper of the the word document Absolutely. at this moment. Yeah. yeah okay. I I will let me yeah. send that. Yeah. Coordinator. Okay. And do the other commissioners have any suggestions? You have covered them all. <laughs> Quite adaptive. <laughs> Good. Okay. Well then. All right. I wish we were meeting with the board tomorrow. Nah. Uh oh. I'm looking forward to hearing whatever we hear. I I said we were meeting tomorrow. No, no, no. No, no. I think that I would suggest that we had today's date at the top of the statement. Okay. So that. Yeah. That. I think that's a good Freezes idea. it in time for right now. That is true. So with that happy conclusion to that item, <laughs> do the commissioners have any reports? Commissioner Parker is reporting that he'd like to go to Belize. Yes, he is. Not with the 40 views of July 27th meeting. Minutes. Well, no, right. We have a homework assignment. Yes, you do. Do you have any plans for this afternoon? Perhaps you just have to listen to this. It's quite enlightening, I'm sure. Okay. Um, and I, I just, for, for the Two commissioners that weren't involved, I did submit this cleaned up version to council and the planning director and the chair uh, a week and a half ago. So if they saw anything that I didn't catch or that I was playing around with, they'd have a chance to uh, to say something about it. So um, I think I think we're. And I think it's really important that we realize, especially when start, somebody starts saying, oh, your Oak Woodlands thing is too prescriptive. This is our plan. You could put any adjective. And we've worked hard at it, and we were, I'm, I'm proud of what we've done to, uh, to try and make it a, a, a feasible plan and to make it so it would satisfy the, the plan, the uh, general plan. So um, I'm not susceptible to somebody saying, oh, that's, you can't say that. Mm -hmm. But, hmm. you know, we, and, and I, I want to say, and it sounds as if we're, we're just anti-consultant. We aren't. Uh, the, the, Meetings we've had with Rincon uh, participating, and the responses—they were very responsive to uh, yes, to were. questions that I raised in the margin of of, uh, of response to their July 17th memo, uh, and and I've been quoting basically from those answers, uh, 
today. Uh, they, I think, I think our relationship with the consultants has improved, and uh, and it's it's a joint project, but it's our plan. I'll say. I think you folks have done an excellent job taking the advice of the consultants when you didn't create the MOU at first at hired these set of consultants. Is Bob correct? If this is COG, this is really these are COGS consultants. As I understand it, Julie, and you know, so we didn't have any hand in talking about unless we did. What are our expectations? So you guys done a great, you've done a great job taking a set of expectations that you didn't create and a plan that you may not have agreed with the direction it went in and create have created a countywide plan. We do have to recognize Cog for paying for it. I understand how paying. For yes. It. Well, no, no, I, I do, and I. I guess we appreciate that, but I mean, we were part of the conversation. How much is it, by the way? I think it's one and a half million dollars. I don't know. That's how you'll feel about most county government and city government. Before we close, I'm just going to stress that that, that uh, the language of that sentence we were dealing with on the first page, uh, that we say uh, the language of the first five pages and the last two and a half pages is as provided by the consultants in their July 17th, 2023 letter. Well, you're changing it, so that's a good, I think that's a good edit. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm suggesting that change. He's staring at it and still thinking on it. I'm <laughs> sure he will be doing that for us. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Gabriel, I just have one question for you. Uh, when I go home to review the July 27th meeting, um, there was a piece about it in the newspaper. Oh. And it talked about the controversy, and then there were... Do you ever hear back from folks that aren't in favor of something that that is proposed like this cigar lounge i mean do you or do you continue to hear comments like that uh we uh commissioner Shimente, we hear comments prior to the meeting and okay. some would post comments online and every comment posted online i do get to see uh, but since the decision uh has been made i haven't heard any other comments since now if there happens to be a problem then it'll become a code compliance issue and we'll hear about it at that time as well. Okay, thank yeah. you. I, I'd have to say that I sent it out to the Murphy's businesses what the decision was, just because I had sent out the initial notification right. and um, I didn't get any comments back from anybody complaining about it. Everyone seemed to feel like well, that was a good compromise. It was a good compromise. It was a good compromise. And they're open now and doing business? I don't believe that they are open, but I did see things being delivered there, equipment, okay. and it looks like they're okay. working on it. Okay. Yeah. Now, is it like across from grounds? Is that where it's located? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. okay. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and when I looked at the place, I just couldn't. The front patio wouldn't have qualified for any smoking at all, anyhow. <laughs> but we, so see, Julie, I probably could have voted on it. No, I'm just joking. I. I do want to say that the newspaper covered it 
well, and I don't remember who who the writer was, but it seemed like it was a pretty comprehensive okay. article mm. and pretty even-handed. Oh, good. So, do we have a planning director report? Uh, yes, I do, and it's a short one. Um, we approved an administrative use permit for a cannabis distribution business um, at uh, 320 George Reed Drive in San Andreas. This particular location used to be a dry cleaners, mm. and we're trading dry cleaning for cannabis <laughs> distribution. So that's that's the only item that we have approved, and I told you I will be bringing these items before you as to get approved at the administrative level. So for your consideration. Now this decision uh, is. Um, Appealable to the Planning Commission within 15 days of the issuance of this of this notification, uh, and uh, so we'll, we'll see. And are we scheduled for an October 12th meeting? Um, I There's scheduled in the agenda as far as um, any regular items. And and I think we should have a potential discussion item of this uh, right. oh, greenhouse yeah. gas. This would be a standing item uh, for so the next we'll, meeting. We'll have we'll yeah. have an agenda. Absolutely. We cancel the meeting. Yeah. And I may have comments back from the consultants one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Since we already have that I that day set aside, we probably will want to run our zoning onto it just because that might mean we'll be able to drop a date at the end. Yeah. I don't know how you guys feel about yeah. that. Yeah. So Gabriel, I, I have a question when Yes sir. I'm sorry, no, i I apologize. When you issue an administrative use permit do you also circulate that ahead of time to the community members for yes. input? Yes, we do. And you didn't receive any any negative comments regarding the dispensary? On uh, this one I just read? Yes, yes. Uh, this decision was rendered uh, on the 26th. Okay. So, so the notices would go out, okay. and then maybe we'd get calls or letters or something. But we haven't gotten anything yet so far. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So just to clarify on greenhouse gas, you, did you want to have the continued informational item? Yes. So just continue what we have right yeah. now. Exactly. And just put it on there as a continued study. So we could change this statement if we okay. wanted to. Hopefully we're going to be in front of the board quickly. So, it's not going yeah. to drag on. Yeah. And, and and I think the, the the biggest part is how do we schedule that joint meeting with the board because their meetings are quite you know extensive with all the you know, consent items. Yeah, that's just amazing. And then uh, and then we have to figure out how do we do the seating if it's a joint meeting uh, where there's a plan commission sitting and so on and so forth. But that's you know we can figure that out. Right. Yeah. 
it's it's going to be on their agenda, so we're right. going to be at their at their meeting in front of in front yeah, of these exactly. <laughs> I know exactly. we've done them in the yeah. past. They we yeah. they I mean, we'll to sit with our commissioner. Yeah, <laughs> there, you know this. One of those too, you know. With, uh, <laughs> or we have two tables, and the commissioners would be sitting across from the board the, members whatever, whatever the supervisors want yes <laughs> yeah yeah okay. okay then we are adjourned at 11 38 ish <laughs> <laughs>